um no uh did i don't think you know but i am pregnant again oh my god congratulations (laughs) and i'm like how is this literally deja vu like do you know the last time we recorded the podcast we literally had the same revelation because <laughs> remember i was like on the drinks and i was like yo shannon like you know i gotta pull her one and then that's, you were like oh you must not know congratulations it's a boy and I'm, oh I'm up to seven months and he's like kicking and oh my god like, i'm gonna cry so like i've been seven on bed rest since january oh, I so like i kind of so i kind of been on quarantine a little bit right you're like this is just okay yeah this is just the next level gotcha yeah but then you even got to be more careful too right like visitors and stuff Mm -hmm. oh wow oh that's so amazing do you have a name already (laughs) oh no not yet okay okay cool cool that's so good so when's your due date uh it's in early july like july 8th okay that's gonna be here. No, that's right Before there. We know it. Yep. <laughs> and like me in my head, I'm thinking he's gonna come earlier. So we're trying to be prepared. Yes, yes, it's definitely possible. That's so awesome. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. This is Shannon. And this is Kamani. Welcome to Drinking with Blurts. From quarantine, uh, <laughs> it is day who knows what of us being stuck in the house. You know, I really don't know what day we are. <laughs> either. It's, I think it started Every like... day feels the same. <laughs> I think it started March 16th or something. Or Like, Governor Murphy did the whole you have to stay in place on, from March 21st. I do know that. Uh-huh. that I knew like we were I don't know it's just ridiculous um and you have been staying home much longer so it's a lot different yeah so <laughs> um, but how are you I'm okay I'm pretty much chilling I'm just all these days is just running into each other it just feels like the same day over and over exactly <laughs> so terrible but to mix it up we brought somebody back We've been, been wanting to bring back for a long time a friend of the show, uh, a friend of ours, and she doesn't need any introduction. But Pat, why don't you say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be back on on this show. It's, it'll be the third time, so that that that's pretty dope. I'm, I haven't been on any other podcast for three times, so I feel very special. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I we've been friends for a very long time now, and I we met how long ago? I don't even know how long ago we met. Now I met you when I was in college, still. Yes, definitely, and we definitely came a long way since then. <laughs> I think I met you when I was with my ex. And we was, I think it was an event in the valley or something. Yeah, that was some years yes. ago. That was some it years was. ago. And I would hear, and it's so funny. And we probably told this story before, but um, you both were like away when I first came to Orange. So I would see those young ass pictures of y'all and hear about Kamani and Shannon, Kamani and Shannon, Kamani and Shannon, but never met you guys. Oh. And then it wasn't until like a couple years that I was in Orange where I finally got to meet Kamani. Uh, and I finally got to meet you, Shannon, at that event. And then we kind of always vibe since then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you catch everybody up about what you've been up to? Because you have been doing a lot. You've been doing oh. good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, my friend Krista and I, we uh, we started a podcast um, back in 2018 and, uh, about women's wrestling. Uh, and it kind of been like our passion project. And we just released our 30th episode today. Um, so that has been um, 
really uh, interesting because sometimes like, uh, you know, we, you, you go and you go and you go in and you don't and you're like editing a video and you're like, holy shit, this is our 30th episode. And then that's when you kind of take a second and you're like, wow, like, you know, we had an idea and then we just kind of went for it. And, and uh, here we are now. So it's been really dope. It's called Those Wrestling Girls. And y'all are doing great. Y'all got a lot of followers on social media sites. Mm-hmm. A lot of engagement. engagement. Yeah. It's like so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I'm like my obsession, my unhealthy obsession with Twitter has actually benefited <laughs> us in a lot of ways. I'm like, you. like, the other day I was just scrolling. I'm like, oh my God, this is so much content. Like, right. It's just so much things going on here. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, it's that's so awesome like thank you so have y'all been like doing interviews like continuously during quarantine with other people um well we don't really do a lot of interviews per se but we um luckily our podcast studio closed um so we were kind of like bummed out but because we record evergreen content we kind of had a backlog of episodes so Uh, luckily um we're kind of good with releases until like mid-june and then we gotta start worrying but then um we did a test episode on skype it's not the best going from like actual studio to you know skype but like everyone i mean good morning america is recording from home so i'm like you know what let's go for it and keep the consistency going so hopefully uh we can just keep the ball rolling after that Mm -hmm. what have you been like doing to kind of cope with quarantine besides um you know what's so crazy Kamani I was I'm already anti-social <laughs> and I'm not even gonna act like I had this big social life that I'm all of a sudden missing out on because I didn't so <laughs> the quarantine is really not that much different I think it's more I don't have that option now that's what's driving me crazy and then uh working from home sucks because I had just started a new job and, and had just got a sign my new desk and then Um, literally the next week we were in quarantine so I think just like the boredom has been getting to me but I've just been trying to like I've been reading a lot I've been binging shows that you know that you are like oh I gotta watch that you like never do so like all those kind of shows I've been like binging like what um Schitt's Creek is like one of my favorite shows ever now um i just watched hollywood which is kind of newish yeah that just um, came out this weekend this past yeah weekend. i think you'd oh it's so good i think y'all will really like it okay what um, is it about it's about um these group of people that will like do anything to get to to make their dreams come true in hollywood oh okay yeah and it's from like the same people that did american horror story so it's of course like there's a lot of like sex and just ridiculousness but it's good it's a good okay. little mini series i think it's like six episodes okay. i'm gonna check that out mm-hmm. anything else uh, glow i loved glow i'm oh like you God. just watching glow i know it's such a shame <laughs> i should have been watched glow and it is so I, I, do you guys watch glow did y'all watch it I, i've seen some episodes uh, a few years ago i'm like oh this is pretty oh, cool it's so cute it's so cute okay what about what's your favorite like returning shows like anything that's came come back at like the perfect time in the midst uh, that's a good question um insecure <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like that was there. a trap question. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that was a trap question, okay? She was like, oh, I'm like, oh, gosh. No. I was like, yeah. And, like, we're, like, I think it's been two years since they came, then since they went away. So it's like, oh, big- really? Yeah, they didn't release last year, 2019. Oh, right. I remember being mad at Issa. Okay, yep. They were, like, on their Game of Thrones. Like, oh, we're not releasing in a year for a year. <laughs> what do you think about understanding that we know, I know you watch, or you're not caught up, but what do you think, Pat, of like everything that's going on in general, in general terms? Um, it's, it, 
I, I like how each character is still them, but like we do see some sort of growth in all of them. But like Issa's still Issa, Molly's still Molly, Kelly's still Kelly. Like I love that. Um, I am always big ever since the first season with Issa and Lawrence. Mm. and when they broke up and remember he like disappeared for half last season and then popped back up and people were like oh lauren they want lawrence. i never wanted lawrence and Issa to get back together like i never would i also like kind of had a crush on her new chocolate boo that was the rap producer so i was like no Issa, don't go backwards so now this season um i hope i'm not spoiling it for you shannon but mm-hmm. it seems like they're you know teasing or you know putting that little glimpse of hope that they might get back together and i don't know i'm just not for that why <laughs> because is- i'm a oh go ahead uh I, i'm a big proponent of like moving forward and i just don't get why they would move backwards at this point i think like you know you guys if they were going to get back together i think they would have already and they're both in like completely different spaces and it's just like why well, get back together like i just don't i just don't see the need for it. <laughs> so do you think like exes shouldn't get back together after they break up or like rekindle anything <laughs> or just kind of keep moving forward and i don't know shannon if you have any like stories or anything to chime in oh y'all could definitely <laughs> <laughs> i would love to hear from you shannon <laughs> um actually my uh current boo my boyfriend is actually an ex i mean mm-hmm. like the way that we kind of parted was weird because i was going off into college and like he was he was still in high school and um like we kind of just lost connection from then like and what maybe two three years ago maybe three four years ago at this point we kind of just reconnected <laughs> oh, it's been that long? hmm Oh my gosh, I remember y'all just started talking again. Yeah, th- ain't it funny? Like, because I know I was living, like, with my aunt when we, like, rekindled. And, like, now we're, like, living together and, like, you know, having a baby. <laughs> so, definitely interesting. So, for people, what about you, Pat? You don't think exes should get back together? Uh, it honestly it really depends. It really depends. I think I, I I also feel like I'm so projecting because I always saw a lot of similarities between like a past relationship of mine and Issa and Lawrence, like from the first season. So I always was just like they need to be apart to grow individually as people and to move forward. And then Lawrence glowed up. And I was like, they should just move forward. I love that they are like cordial. I love that they're friendly. I just don't think a romantic relationship is the right idea because, you know, going backwards. And I feel like, like Issa is the type of person that needs to move forward. Why? <laughs> like, so you don't think any, like, what is the whole hesitancy about going? Are they really, would they be really going backwards if they leveled up and are at different levels though? No, no. I mean, you're right. It could be. I just, I, I think exes can get back together. I think exes can get back together. I think it, it is actually like pretty cool and awesome if you're able to do like, I love that story, Shannon. And I love that you'll be able to tell like your son that story. But I think I'll, like, and I just recently got back together with someone that we broke up for a period of time and grew as people and got back together. So I do think it can happen. I just think it depends on the situation. Cause I know I have a lot of friends that like settle, like they got out of a bad relationship and you know, they go into the dating world and it's not what they expected. So they go back with what's comfortable and it's like toxic and they're miserable, but they, you know, it's comfortable for them. So I guess I'm thinking more of those sorts of situations where it's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, just move forward. But um, to be honest, like really Shannon's depends, story kind of like changed my mind. Because <laughs> like, like with my story, like once like, because like, I've, even like us meeting, we met on Facebook. Mm. So like when we was talking, mind you, <laughs> he's two years younger than me. So he was really 16 when I thought he was 18. He told me he was 18. Oh, Lord. 
It's so do like, that. now mind you, like I meet him, and I, I believe he's eighteen because he was really big, like he was tall, like mm-hmm. like he he's always just been like a big guy. You see how Tyler is, like he's a huge guy. <laughs> yeah. So like I, that's what I thought. So by the time like we, we was hanging out in the summer and stuff, and then it was time for me to go off to college, he like he had his own like personal issues like at home and stuff like that. And also on top of that, it was that um, he kind of felt a little insecure because I was leaving and like doing all these like big girl things and stuff like that, and like you know he's still in high school type thing. So we kind of like drifted apart that way. But we like over the years, we would have like random conversations like, hey, how you doing? How's life? Oh, this happened. Oh, that's cool. Like all types of things. But I think it's just, I don't know. Life is just weird, ain't it? Yeah. It really is. Like, I have a question for both of you. What do you think about your partner's other exes? if they're still in the picture. Do you think mm. friends that they should pose a threat um, in a relationship, oh. relationship? Because I have thoughts. Like, I feel like most of my exes were still good friends, but we don't have like, this really close, like, everyday sort of conversation type of relationship. Mm-hmm. But, and this is, I, I don't know if I can say this, <laughs> if I get in trouble. But I have been in situations where my partner's ex is still very present. And as someone that I will actually say, I've said this before, oh my gosh, I feel very, I'm a very jealous person and I'll definitely that. So I naturally feel more suspicious of an ex lurking around. And I know everyone's like, oh, you shouldn't feel like that. But like, even if we look at insecure, Thinking about how what you call it didn't tell East didn't tell Issa um, that Deuce, Lawrence and Condola. You remember? You know what I'm talking about, Pat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't tell him that because of like this potential backlash of like concern like concerning them being exes. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, I feel like that's kind of me in a different way because I feel like I'm very kind of like territorial and jealous and. I think I would have taken that a little bit worse. Like, I think I would have been more upset at, what's her name? Uh, fuck. Tiffany. Not, Tiffany. I would have been so upset at her for that. Me too. Just because too. I'm like, well, you know, and you told me and blah, blah, blah. But like, uh, to kind of go to your point about like, <clears throat> the mature thing to do is like, oh, just move on and let them live their life. But I, I don't know. It just feels weird. Like, and this is my problem. I need to sort out in therapy. <laughs> it's just I don't know it's just like no there's so many people that can that can relate to that feeling and people just don't want to admit it like I I respect you for like admitting that that you know you might feel a little jealous about an ex being around because like me like I've been in situations where I've been jealous but I try to act like I'm not or I'm in denial about it and I feel like that's worse because then it causes a different kind of friction between you and your partner and then you're not being honest about it so I, I I appreciate that you're able to do that I think it depends. Like, I think all these things depend on each situation. Like, I love, like, you know, my ex and I, you know, we still text, you know, once a week just to, like, check in with each other, you know. And I love that we're able to do that. Um, but I think it, you know, my boyfriend, you know, felt a way about that. I think it's definitely, like, a conversation to have. Because um, I do think it's healthy. To, if, if you had a good relationship with someone, I think it's healthy to try to maintain a friendship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, how did y'all break up? Like, is he still checking for you? Like, is he, you know, mm-hmm. is she still like, you know, in love? Does she not take our relationship seriously? Is that what, and that's why she's still around? Like, there's so many different scenarios that I've heard of that could, that could potentially happen. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like with, with my situation, like, he, so, I don't know if, like, too many people know, but I do have, like, he does have a son already. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm a stepmommy, too. <laughs> so, um, like, with his ex, like, I feel like 
at the beginning it was a problem because she didn't like me around because I, I don't know if she felt like I, I took a man or or what it was but like I, I'm not taking no man <laughs> if he was just available you feel me but right. um <laughs> but like she just I don't know what it was I still don't know what it is because I feel like she still has some type of like thing against me but like I like their relationship is just like really about the kid it's not too much about mm-hmm. each other's personal life and like I don't I'm not, I'm a person that I'm not gonna go through your phone like I feel like I should be able to trust you enough not to, to be doing that mm-hmm. so like I don't I don't do all the extra stuff it's just like okay well if you say you have to do this and this with the kid fine like you know but they don't hang out I think maybe sometimes they'll check in on each other but not not too much but that's mm-hmm. that's fine like you would check in on anybody right and that's really good and like mature and healthy for um his son to see that he's treating his mom mm-hmm. like that as now like mm-hmm. just sort of relationship um so that's really mature i think when you talk about like people that are trying to like find someone, it gets really dicey because people feel like there's not that many options out there. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you have someone or you lose someone that you really were attached to, you kind of are very possessive, um, mm-hmm. unjustly, because people aren't possessions. But it is something like I think more people need to wrestle with. Like, why do they feel like this kind of ownership over someone that they're no longer in a relationship with? And all those things that kind of get attached to that. And it, I, I don't know, it's just kind of, I can see why some people, because like because people feel like there's not that much people in the, like the dating pool already mm-hmm. or vigilant about anyone trying to come back in and take their current partner. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's kind of it like, it's like a catch 22 because like, oh, the, for the ex, there's like, oh, there's not that many people out there it took me so long. I invested so much. Kind of like the whole thing that Issa said um, to Molly or whoever, that she put all this effort into Lawrence and then like, mm. and like, it's like, yeah, they broke up, but they kind of like warmed. They started, like we're saying, they're starting to warm up again. So like you have that kind of take, but then you have one also like on the condola take. It's like, well, what's going on between you and Issa? Mm-hmm. I'll keep talking back and forth like that. And it's like, as humans like your suspicions like at least for some of us like i am naturally an overthinker so i'll be like hmm so what are you doing over there for how long why like i'm right here and it gets and like if you don't build that trust or have like strong communication it can easily like devolve into not good situations i agree and i think it all comes down to trust and communication and i think that is like different for each couple and like whatever situation that they're in because i think harboring resentments about things instead of speaking up to your partner can sometimes be like a bad thing instead of just being like you know what I'm a little uncomfortable with like how much time you spend with your ex and like maybe you know your partner will be like is it you know bothering you like you know I could kind of you know like you never know what like some uh, like an open communication can do right so why do you think like people are afraid like exes more like explicitly like that and have like these difficult conversations uh i think it's like pride like i think it's like i don't want them to know that like someone else is like you know bothering me or you know you want you want to appear to be confident in like to your partner and like you know other people don't bother you kind of thing and then like it could also spark an argument because I'm like talking about communication like as if everyone is like level-headed and rational and you know like I, that's like you know so you just never know what happens or you, people get defensive when it comes to their exes right. I've, um, I've also seen which could also cause another like issue because it's like why are you like why are you <laughs> like why you care so much about your ex you know like and it brings up those sorts of questions so sometimes ignorance is bliss so yeah sometimes I don't know (laughs) I have a question um do you think that social media affects these things in relationships 
Hell yeah. Yeah, social media is everything out. Like things that used to be a conversation or even a yelling match in someone's front yard are now on um now on social media for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. Where some like someone will go to their ex's house and argue with them in their front yard. Now they're arguing on Facebook and you see like all this back and forth sometimes. Uh the whole like you like that person's picture. Oh, that but you're no longer with them type of thing on Instagram that people get caught up in. Um, yeah, there's a lot of I think definitely think that plays a big role. Mm-hmm. I feel like on my end, like Tyler, he he was never really a big social media person, mm-hmm. and like even now, like once we got together, he kind of just stayed off. Of <laughs> he don't have the app. He won't, he won't be on Facebook. He won't be on Twitter. Mm-hmm. None of that. So I feel like that just makes things much easier because I know that he's not out here on social media. (laughs) But like one thing I did realize, I think just me being on Twitter more since the quarantine is like a lot of people still have their exes, even when it ended bad, still on their Facebook or Twitter. And I'm just like, well, why would you still have that person on there when you know you had like a bad experience? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, don't, yep. I don't understand it. So are you all of the opinion that when you break up with someone, you should like delete all the photos that you took with them? I mean, that's what I do every day. Like, <laughs> if I go on the Facebook day? memories, <laughs> like on the Facebook memories, I check. I'm like, okay, do I see this name? Okay, delete, um, delete. <laughs> I I did, uh, just not all of them, and I didn't delete. I just like archived them. Because okay. I'm like a very nostalgic person too, so like just deleting this picture deletes everything. So I'm like, and then I'm I'm proud of you know my past relationship very much, and you know we didn't break up for you know he didn't dog me out, he didn't cheat on me, we didn't like you know it wasn't anything crazy. See, but that's so different. Like, you had a a solid relationship. <laughs> mm, that's true. Yeah. Like my ex relationship was just like once everything happened and like stuff was coming out and I'm finding out all this information, mm-hmm. I don't want, I don't want no pictures. I don't want no comments. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the like, but there's the like on my <laughs> post. I totally can understand that. <laughs> like, I don't want nothing to do with that person. How often do like exes that you kind of like banish kind of reach back out to you? And was like that like a major problem? <laughs> Ooh, um, I think my mom's are blocked. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting when um my ex and I broke up a year or so a couple years ago. Um all of these guys came up the woodwork and um even some that like knew him, which was really weird. Oh. Uh on social media. So I, I just like a good thing for like requests where you could kinda like read a message and get the gist of it and like not respond. Right. <laughs> like not even acknowledge it. So I've done that. But my boyfriend now, he's ten years older than me and like oh. he doesn't give two shits about what I tweet and what I put on my Instagram. You know what I mean? Like he mm-hmm. l- luckily like he's dated before social media. He's just like, I don't give a fuck like what you're but then, you know, like my relationship in college, for example, you know, and when if he didn't put that we were in a relationship on his Facebook page, like, it was like a thing. It was like, why is your Facebook page still say single? But like, you know, fast forward, you know, 12, 13 years later, it's like, you know, we don't even, like, I probably follow him on social media, but it's like, you know, could care less. But then I also know, like, our generation takes social media so seriously. So I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, every relationship you could just not, you know, social media is no factor because that's so not true. Like some people like their whole lives is like social media. So that's always tricky. Right. It's like a (laughs) transformation though. I think it's like a, because like, like you said, high school for us, like middle school, high school, like even going back to like top 10 on MySpace, Mm. like, your in a relationship or whatever and people automatically update to it's complicated like it was like this oh yes i love to do like, that yeah. <laughs> <It was like laughs> that argument <laughs> now we're complicated <laughs> like, when facebook was just taking off it was like this obsessive thing to kind of like really let people know about your relationships mm. but i think now because we see how that's kind of like backfired in some ways mm. nosy or 
members it's like people have kind of moved away from that also it's kind of like i'm of the opinion that people need to know like not everyone needs to know about your relationship on facebook not on, a, not on a like oh yeah i'm better than you because i don't share my relationship but like like shannon you shared this post today about like people don't share like good news sometimes yeah like because oh, there's people that are. really would hate on you and yeah. like i've seen it like in the different facebook groups i'm in mm. like you like people will share like personal things about the relationship and stuff like that and i've seen this i've seen this a couple of times where someone that's in the group will look at this post and be like oh let me go tell this person husband like <laughs> what wow. i'm just like <laughs> This person is yeah, something personal, and like you just, like you, that have nothing to do with you. Exactly. Yeah. That's crazy. What do you think about people doing that? Like, kind of, or what are you being haters? Yeah, but like with exes too, like trying to like run and tell. Like you know, how you block the ex and do all, mm. that, right? and then you have these kind of like tattletales that keep going back and telling them everything, and it kind of can be stalkerish. Like I. Yeah. I I had to deal with that and i dealt with that once oh my god <laughs> wait is this who i think it is oh uh, no 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 okay never mind because i never heard about oh my god i forgot about <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of experiences <laughs> yeah, i love it i love it what are you gonna say this experience is when um me and Tyler um, reconnected and um, me and him had went to Applebee's. I think we went with my mom or something like that. And we just went out to eat on a regular, you know, Applebee's food. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets a call from his um, child's mother. Like, oh yeah, my mom saw you at Applebee's and this and that. And like, I'm like why are you even upset? Like, it's Applebee's girl. <laughs> that's wild but like when I say the beginning like she was just I don't know what it was I don't know what it was but (laughs) everything seems real cool and calm now that's good good. I've never had that happen to me per se but I do think that's like super corny and just like just really whack that's something like your mom called you to tell tell you that we went to Applebee's. Really gonna like that that is absolutely wild. Like but why? That's what I want. Like, like why are you even upset? Like you really shouldn't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can write a book. <laughs> you should book. totally. Oh, I would love to hear some of those stories. <laughs> you wouldn't believe. Oh my god. Is there anything else you wanted to kind of like add to this? Like, I don't know. Like, do you think? I don't, like I'm just thinking about insecure. Do you think Lawrence and Cola will make it? Or no, you don't. Know, why? I think. Oh, and the only reason I say this because the last episode, like Condola, kind of went like MIA on Issa. Yeah. So I feel like she's not all the way comfortable with like Lawrence, and and then a lot happened. Like the other episode, like a lot of came out between them, like whether or not she even took him seriously. Remember he invited himself to that party? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Maybe she that's why like, you're where you're not invited. Right. And I would never dare invite myself to something like that. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just don't think they're on the same page. Like, I think Lawrence is ready for something that maybe Condola might not want right now because she, I also forgot she was, like, divorced. Right. So I just don't think it's the right timing for them right now. Do you think that I want to bring this back to our first like conversation about like getting back together with exes? Mm. Timing could potentially impact if someone gets together. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. like there's some things of, I don't know what it's called. Like this is image of like these two lines about love. 
Mm-hmm. But it's like how sometimes you meet someone, but it's too early. And then you like, um, oh, and then you come back together and then it lasts. Do you think that's like a thing? Like giving mm-hmm. people a chance to kind of like grow to the point where you both can work together as a relationship? Yeah, I think that's a thing. Yeah. I don't I know that's if I consider minds. I don't know if I consider minds a thing like that. Mm. But like, I definitely do believe in it. Like, a, like a wrong person, wrong time. Yeah, Not, like right person, wrong time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I totally believe in that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you have anything else to add. <laughs> Do you have like come on? Do you feel like you've met a person that is right, but it's wrong timing? Um. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because they ghosted me. Oh no. Well, no. Well, I think it was like going really well, and like we were feeling each other. I wanted something that they didn't want. Kind of, it's kind of like a good, probably not like the right person, but like a good person. And like mm-hmm. the wrong time, you were just like in two different phases. Kind of like going back to like Laura and like CPN after he broke up with Issa. Mm-hmm. Around when other people like Tasha wanted to be exclusive, and he's like, oh, no, I don't really want that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So I wanted to kind of like be like in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know. I don't want to do this. Because I get bored easily, and I like drama. Sad to say, <laughs> so it's just like ridiculous. But yeah, I definitely think that's something that happens more often than not, which is why people get like kind of down by dating. Mm-hmm. Dating fucking sucks, yo. It does. You have to start off. <laughs> like I'm not understanding. Like, why? How? How has dating evolved to this? Like. When did this even happen? What was it like before? Like, do you think it just seemed like it just seemed like people now have like this own agenda in the back of their head, Mm -hmm. Mm. and it's like it could be either like, oh, I just want this person for money, for clout, type thing. And I'm just like, yo, like, I. I don't even know. Like, I see friendships are even fake. Like, <laughs> oh my God, for clout? Like, not even for clout, but it's just like, like, okay, no, hold on. Let me pull up this tweet. Let me pull up this tweet that I saw earlier. Because I'm like, how are you calling this person your best friend and you did something like this? Like, <laughs> like is this the mindset that we all have now? Hold on. While she finds that, are there any famous exes that you wish would get back together? Or any famous exes that you're like, yeah, they need to stay apart? <laughs> um, who was I sad that broke up? And I was like, I was rooting for you. Uh, let me think on that. Yeah, I found a tweet. Okay. It says, um, my BFF has been acting real fake to me in front of her new friends. So I got her nigga drunk one night and got him to fuck me. And I recorded oh it and sent it to her. What? She said what? she she gonna learn that I'm not the sh- I'm not with the shits and I'm more petty than she'll ever be. Hey, but like, are you a friend? Like that, that is, is so ridiculous. That, that is, is like you could have just had a conversation with her. Like, right. yo, like was that is like a, such an unnecessary co- escalation. Like that's right. that's not like high key rape because. Right? <laughs> like, that's how you retaliated you raped her boyfriend right. <laughs> and then sent the video to her so revenge oh I don't know what God. because she's acting so different insane. with new people like, see my petty ass would have like, you were crying on my nigga like, <laughs> I would have filed charges you hear me like, <laughs> crazy. you want to see petty we gonna be petty like that's I'm like yo like I don't know what it is about dating and friends and I don't know maybe it's just the younger the what is it, the Gen Z that's what I think it is I love to blame it on the young people <laughs> I think we got to the age now we're blaming the young folks oh yeah mm-hmm. oh definitely not. and that music that they be listening to 
they would all eat pods, <laughs> all that. Do you th- at, do you think friends should date other friends' exes? No, no. Why? I want to hear that. I I just think I that should just be a no, no. Like I just think boundaries, dude. Right. Like boundaries, dude. And then, but then again, like another thing, like each case is different. Like I have a friend who dates guys casually and doesn't really take them seriously. And like, oh, like, you know, let's say sleep with them a few times and it's not that serious. And I think if like one of them slid in my DMs and I was like, you know, and if I did, it's such and such, I don't think she'd mind. Some girls would be like, hell no, you know, but I think if some, if my friend had a legit relationship with someone and like I met him as your boyfriend and that kind of thing, I think he should be off limits. Shannon, we know someone that did this though. I'm not going to say. Did they remain friends? Because I know a lot of situations where that was the case. No, I think we all know. I'm not going to continue this while we're recording. Oh. <laughs> no, let's let's spill the tea. Spill the tea. We, know, we all know some, some people that were involved with other people. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Okay. Okay, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I connected the dots. That's so bad. No, but I don't know. Um, I think, do you think it's different for women than men? Uh, I don't think so. Now that I think about I don't, it. Think, I don't so. think it should. I don't think it should be. But I do feel like no. I shouldn't say that because I know some guys. I hate generalizing guys, but not all guys are like douchebags like that. But I know some guys that will be like really hurt if one of their friends like slept with their ex girlfriend. So is that like a so? Is there a limit on like versus sleeping with the ex versus like actually being in a relationship? Is like a differentiation going on or like none? None of that. I think it depends. Oh. I think it depends. Um, I could have said like, again. Like if some again. if someone sleeps sleeps with an ex, is that different than like being in a full on relationship with an ex? I, I don't know. I think I'll put it in the same category. Like a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to. Like maybe it's just me personally. Like maybe just the type of person I am. Like if I break up with someone, I wouldn't want to deal with none of their friends, none of their family members. We broke up. Like all yeah, of us. like I, I just feel like <laughs> I feel like that's just that's just completely off limits. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I, I would definitely feel. I feel betrayed on them regular without any. <laughs> <laughs> so much less you being no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely feel like betrayed by that. Cause it's just like, okay, you probably met all my family. You probably met all my friends. Like, right. Like, what you been plotting on this person before? You thought this person was cheap. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna take it there. I my mind is gonna take it there, so I know. <laughs> and think back to all the times y'all was in the same room and right. and what vibes y'all had with each other. Yeah. What about family and exes? I think this is like a last thing. You know, like family gets us very attached to some people. Yeah. Especially when they meet them, like you yeah. bring person over for Thanksgiving, and you're like, "What happened to so and so? When you bring?" Yeah. I have exes that my mom, me and my sister get are so frustrated sometimes because they're still exes my mom asks about, and we're like, "Ma, I have not spoken to him in years. Oh my god, <laughs> we do not talk. We broke up." And she's like, "Yeah, but no." And I always say this too: like you kind of break up with the family as well, especially right. like if you're in a long-term relationship with them, and then you get your own separate relationships with families. Like I was really close to my ex's little sister. And I felt so bad when we broke up because I'm just like, damn, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's inappropriate for me to continue to that relationship. But like, damn, I, you know, that was my little homie. And I'm sure she, you know, kind of felt the same way as well. Um, and it sucks. And then you got the mom like, you know, you should, you know, you really don't want it. And I'm just like that kind of energy. So, you know, I just got to just separate my, I got to break up with the family too. <laughs> Have you seen situations where that doesn't happen? Like people still take contact with the family, even though they're no longer in relationships? No. I had a friend though who broke up with this girl. He had such a hard time getting over it. And he would like impose himself on the family, like, went to like, 
her sister's baby shower and like popped up oh. with like gifts and like the ex didn't know but like the family embraced him because they always like like because the other point we were making the family always loved him so they were like happy to see him and she's like in the corner like what like she's mad at the family she's mad at him oh, <laughs> and it was just a mess it was just a mess so yeah but that it's never easy yo <laughs> oh that's crazy yeah that's crazy Ugh. Yeah, I don't, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. But I have a question for you guys. Like, let's mm-hmm. say, because I think of people in our lives that I would never get out of my life. Like, I think of like a mutual friend of ours, Molly. Like, if I, let's say, hypothetically dated like her brother and me and Molly got close, me and Molly stay in front. Right. <laughs> so like what do you do in those sorts of situations where you like genuinely meet someone that you vibe with where it's like you can't imagine life without them and then it's like you know what do you do oh do, do, do I, I don't have I been in that situation kind of sort of yeah with whatchamacallit mm-hmm. I um, love whatchamacallit <laughs> You know what you're call it. You know yeah. who what you call it is. Well. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I didn't know there was like brothers. Mm, yeah. So like okay. when that happened, I was like, "That's your brother? Oh, <laughs> okay." Uh, but like it okay. didn't, it didn't affect our friendship though, because I think he knew like his brother like wasn't shit. So. <laughs> so like it was still cool after I don't think I've ever been in that situation I don't think I have a really hard time with attachments and like making them but then when I make them it's kind of really hard to let them go mm-hmm. like if, hypothetically <laughs> if I made a strong attachment with someone and their family then maybe at that mm-hmm. it would be hard for me to just kind of like cut the family off like how you did with the little sister i would have been like oh well we're still still my friend and we're still talking and it'd be awkward and then like eventually oh, i have to wean myself off but just knowing myself i don't think i could do that just like cold turkey because i feel so deeply oh i love that <laughs> yeah it would just be a little wild uh and yeah it's really messy i like honestly my my dramatic I'm a messy person. I would just tangled with that, and it would be a whole thing. Yeah, I might actually be a terrible ex, potentially. <laughs> just speaking, like knowing myself, like if I'm not in the right mind, like show up at your job, potentially. That's just, like we need to talk. Wait, did you just say pop up at the job? So you're gonna be the person that's gonna be like with the the boom box outside the window. Like security. Uh I don't yeah. Yeah, I need to work. I need to talk to my therapist about that. I can't. I can't be going to jail for stalking. That's Listen, not- I try to look. I try to make it like I don't give a fuck. Like I'm gonna make it like I don't care. Like, did we have a date? <laughs> That's so thing. nice. Like, I wish. I wish. It was I'm, nice. just, like, I'm just act like we never even like it never even happened. You remember how that's I? Gonna make, that's I, gonna make you mad. Like that's gonna make you mad. That is true. <laughs> you remember how I, when I thought I broke up? Remember when I was breaking up in quotes? Mm-hmm. How crazy I got, or sad. <laughs> so. But that had it been takes great. time. Wait, what does "quote unquote" breakup mean? Can y'all can you give me more information on this? Uh, there was a situation where we were breaking up, or it was said that we don't think it could, or it was told to me that they don't think it can go further, and so I felt really devastated. And so I viewed it as like a breakup. And I was like really down in the dumps about it. Okay. Yes, I've definitely been there. <laughs> and, and it's like, uh, 
like I invested so much time and it was a situation ship, but it's like, what were we? What are, are you? Are you an ex or like something else? I think then that happened twice though. Um, excuse me? The same? <laughs> she like, I did not get dumped twice. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, this is one person. But then I thought of the next person, so I'm like, okay. oh wait, I think I don't. Um, that's the first one that you're talking about. That was just the now that made me upset. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like mixed signals. Tell like, tell me what you want. That's that's all I'll say on that. Mm-hmm. That person but, made it confusing, and I was confused. I'm like, huh? Yeah, like you doing so. this, but then like you're saying this. Yeah. And so then it's like, what am, what are we afterwards? Right. Like, yeah, I don't even count those as X's per se. Yeah. Just confusion. Confusion. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you have anything else to add. We've been talking for about an hour. Mm, I don't know. I feel like we could always like pull out more things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like relationships are so broad. Is there anything that's happened in pop culture? We just jump straight into the topic. It's happening. Um, like nothing let's is talk about uh, Beyonce making the stallion. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that collab. Houston. For a long time. <laughs> like, I was like there was, this is I so was nice. Yeah, it was. I'm happy, was, I'm happy for Megan. Yeah. Because imagine oh, like being a young black girl from Houston and you have a fucking collab with Beyonce. How old is she? Mm-hmm. How old is Meg Thee Stallion? Um, I don't I think, think she's 30. Yeah, she's younger than us. Oh, wait, but she's like, young. I think she's 25. Uh, I'm looking this up right now. Yeah, I think she's 25. Oh, she was born the same year as my sister. She's younger than my sister. This really? Yes, my sister was born February 1st. She's born February 15th. How old is she? My sister? 25. They're both 25. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. I thought she was older. She definitely grew up with Beyonce. Say, like, being, like, and Destiny's Child being, like, the dominant force on the radio. And, like, they did probably, definitely were playing everywhere in Houston. But I think that they, yeah. it's really cool that they were able to do that. Like, it's really. Right I'm like, how did that conversation went down? But Beyonce was like, did she was like, was she like, oh, I heard the song, let me hop on it. Like, did she like did the challenge at home? Like, because <laughs> like, you like, know, went on in her head. You know, <laughs> somebody had to. Yeah. And you know, nobody can just. Not just anybody can collab with Beyonce nowadays. Right. You can barely yeah. get her to post a picture. Right. 2003, you can collab with her, like Sean Paul and all them. Now, mm-hmm. what? What you like? When she it, someone says it's really interesting that Beyonce don't be in none of nobody else's beef. She takes pictures with everybody: Cardi, Meg The Stallion, all of them. Right. She take pictures, but it's just like. When it comes down to her music, she's pretty serious about it. So, like, her collaborating, collaborating with Megan Thee Stallion is just, like, big. I wonder if she's going to release an album this year, honestly. I feel like she's coming with something. She's up to something. Yeah, because she's been doing a lot. Yeah, I agree. Like album, album. Mm-hmm. Like, Lemonade, but just came out, like, when was, like, five years ago? That was five years? Yeah, I think so. 2015. Oh, God. I think it was five years ago. It had to be. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't, I don't think I graduated college yet. <laughs> Did I? Are you, you t- Lemonade, I think, came out in 2016? Yeah, so four years ago still. That's t- okay. That's a okay. long time. Okay. No, I graduated. <laughs> like, I didn't think I was going to finish my PhD program back then. And now look at me. I'm like, done. So it's like, right. yes, congrats uh, again. Thank you. Yep. Uh, 
anything else has been happening like it's really interesting to see how like celebrities or artists are trying to like keep content coming out and i think that's last time I recorded and shannon you've seen like tiktok has kind of like been amazing mm-hmm. listen once you get that ag- the uh, algorithm right right it's it's so hilarious i could be on there for hours <laughs> i need so- to learn how to use it like how to make one but i think i'm too old <laughs> i feel like it's complicated to make one i don't like, just make I don't an know. account you don't have to make con- like i don't put anything on mine um but you just make an account and like you you get suggestions the minute you sign in and then what you can do is just start liking the ones you find funny and it sends you more of those so one way to hack it is you like a lot of black people or a lot of people that you like and then that's way that way you kind of like hack the algorithm because otherwise you're just TikTokers. tiktokers i'm trying to get some more caribbean uh Content creators on my okay. Let me. Like, I've been seeing them. That. I've been seeing them. Like, okay, and like, I like, like that. Like. It's like cooking. It's like people right. get real creative with them. It's not just like dancing, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. When I you first started, when I first started seeing TikTok stuff like a year ago, I thought it was just like dance moves. Then you realize kids were doing it like to make social commentary, which I thought was really cool. Um, Tabitha Brown, like this, who everyone's kind of come to love. Um, I'm like, she oh, been is, she the one, is she the one with that voice? Yeah. Oh, I can't even do the voice. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> but I, love I was like, like, when she just blew up out of nowhere, I'm like, wow. Like, because I've seen her around, but it's just like, she just went viral out of nowhere. I'm not even. what, bacon flavored carrots? <laughs> Rest of these lines, mains, and black pearls. I mean, let's make some pasta. Oh my god, her voice is so soothing. <laughs> like, I want to listen to her say everything. <laughs> and her, so her cooking videos on TikTok are really great. I'm not a vegan. The first way I was introduced to her was her carrot bacon. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> she kept getting suggested to me. Oh my god, bacon made out of carrots. Yes. Who's vegan made this? Yeah. No, but the rest of her no, vegan no. stuff looks really great. She made like crab cakes with like mushrooms and stuff. It looked really good. Um, and then like there was like the, they linked the photo of her and her husband and how they met in the late nineties and how they stuck together. Is they are so cute. Have you seen her daughter? Yeah, like they, a... someone's like copy and paste. <laughs> it really. <laughs> and also, she got like a deal with some big agency in Hollywood. To be an actress, oh, yeah. been an actress this entire time. So I'm like, the daughter hey. or the mom? Mom. Oh, good for her! I can see that. She's so good. I can see that. I am so happy for her. Like she is probably like one of the my favorite things that came out of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Finding her stuff. Um, but yeah, TikTok's pretty cool. I think you should try try it. Like you will find yourself the more like you kind of like the algorithm caters to people you like the better it is as an experience and the longer you're on it. Cause like if I wake up at three or four, uh, I can easily stay on it for two hours, just scrolling through stuff, looking at things that are funny and posting them on my Instagram stories mm-hmm. because yeah, that happened. Some of them like really hit like mm-hmm. that one with the uh, American mall. Yes. <laughs> you know about this, um, Pat? Like the American Mall, gosh. So for years, the Jersey folk tale at this point. (laughs) Oh wow! Okay. Stadium. There was this like weird. I don't even. It looked like a. I don't know what it was. Nobody knew what it was. It just looked weird. It was like orange, and it was like that for years. And then like the news came out last year that they were building a mall finally after all these years, and the mall was Uh in this April. So, of course, everyone in Jersey was kind of, like, really excited. Finally, after, like, 20-some-odd years of waiting, and then Corona comes, and now... Oh, that sucks. Mind you, yeah. it's supposed to be the biggest mall in America. Yes. Wait, is that the one that has, like, the Nickelodeon thing inside yes. of it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Oh, that would have been lit. Everybody was ready. <laughs> we were ready. It was this like, would have been the summer to go there. <laughs> right. It would, well, it would have been kind of chaotic. Because then, would. you know, everybody from New York and, like, other places going to come tour the biggest mall in America. 
It's gonna have so many restaurants, so many different entertainment yeah. stores. Oh, until probably next year. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Like it just opened up to close again. Like right. Who knows? But then it's like, all right, like people who do so much money, it's like, what well, can they even like open again if they wanted to? That mall better be open then because they I know. I know some of the stores wasn't even open yet. Because oh, okay. they opened it, but everything wasn't open. Right. You know? mm. like, so, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. I don't know either. Hopefully it works. Yeah, that would be really... So that would be like something for everyone to do, you know? Mm. I wanted to go. Okay. I want to go to the, like I wanted to go to the, like the restaurants and stuff and see like different stuff and eat different things. <laughs> right. Like if we were closer, it'd be crazy. Like right. I, someone that lives in East Rutherford, like going there every day and just getting mm-hmm. part of the mall. Because we- the drive there isn't isn't so bad. Huh? I just I said I don't think the drive to like over like there is that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like the parking, I think it was charging people. Yeah, that's a problem. But like people used to go to, it's gonna be the new thing when it does open because you know people done the worn out Jersey Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um we too far from Garden State Plaza to be going over there all the time. Nobody goes to nice. that much anymore. Nobody goes to Livingston. I only go there to eat. Willowbrook? <laughs> no, uh Livingston. Livingston used to be the place back in the day when they had that Roy Rogers. Mm-hmm. I used to love that. You just threw it back with the Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers food was good. I don't know what happened. Like, where did... I don't know. I think they got, like, some Mediterranean thing there now. (laughs) But, like, I usually go... I go to, like, Auntie Anne's. I go to uh, Charlie's. Because I like their lemonade. Everybody goes to Auntie's. Yeah. Like ain't nothing in that mall to shop for. Macy's. Yeah, Macy's. That's true. That used to be the place. They have an H and M too. And college. I don't, I don't know if I could really get with H and M. I try. <laughs> in that's college, a I went because it was though. cheap. I was able to get a five dollars shirt. So <laughs> fashionable. <laughs> yeah. That's Do y'all have any recommendations? For people, things to do for people to do while on quarantine, or as things. If start you haven't watched Shit's Creek, watch Shit's Creek. It's so good. Anything else? Uh, I would say maybe try again to a craft. If you know, mm-hmm. if you're feeling crafty. There's a lot of like starter kids uh, tutorials that's on Michaels and like I bought like some new stuff to try out. Oh. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give it a shot today. Let's okay. see how that works. So it's just something like to keep you busy. Right, because so much. Like I bought a cheese making kit, hmm? and I have haven't made any cheese yet because you need fresh cheap milk and I don't know where to get that from in orange. But that's uh, the yeah. fresh what? Fresh milk. What you thought fresh I said? Milk. I think you said fresh and cheap. I'm like, where you get that from? <laughs> oh no, I need to get fresh milk. I probably did say that. Um but like you have to get that from like a small farmer instead of like some big like just get it from the grocery store. So I need to figure out how to find that. In the midst Making of Making cheese sounds so fun. It does. And like the one, the box I have has fresh cheeses. So they're like oh. easy, like 30 minutes or a few hours. Mm. I don't have to like let it sit and like mold and do all that stuff. Um, it's just like simple goat cheese or ricotta or stuff. It's just about getting the right milk that can be used. Mm. That's my, one of my goals for this week. Nice. nice. I can't wait to hear about it. Oh, yeah. I definitely co-signed Chance's thing about getting a craft. I also have, like, a mushroom kit that I never finished using. Like, I let the mushroom die by accident the last time. 
but I think I'm gonna start it back up to see if it works. Yeah. Um, I would also recommend a show that has been really near and dear to my heart ended today. We're recording on May 4th. Um, Star Wars, The Clone Wars. I think it's, for me, it's ranked tied number one with the Avatar series. And a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, what? But I think it's a really good series. It has a lot of depth to it. It's a little darker than Avatar because they actually kill people in it. And it was like a night. I started watching it in 2008 when it first premiered. And they like canceled it and brought it back. So it was kind of like really nice to finally be able to end it. And I really think a lot of people will kind of enjoy it coming into it. Um, like, um, but yeah, I don't know. Anything else, Shannon? Um, I haven't really been like watching the TV that much. Yeah, yeah, same. Like, I just, like, the TV's just been off, like, for a couple of days. <laughs> like, I've watched, like, one or two, like, episodes of uh, Community. Mm-hmm. But that's it. <laughs> I uh, have really you... TV Sorry. online. Pat, have you watched Little Fires Everywhere? I did. I, did. I finished it, like, a week ago. What you think? I liked it. Okay. That is my shit. <laughs> I liked it. Do you have mixed reactions so far? No, I loved it. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) My mom, she didn't like it. Why? Um, She just said it just didn't seem as good as everyone said it was going to be. So that kind of made me want to watch it more. It was good. I, I loved it a lot. I loved how they explored, you know, race dynamic. Like, I loved it. I would also, if you haven't watched um, Little Fires Everywhere, people to watch that. Because I think it's... Oh my. That show is just something else. <laughs> and it's like, it's... I don't know. It seems so simple at first, and then it just gets so crazy. It's just yeah. so messy. It yeah. really does. And it's yeah. like, no one's kind of the good guy. Like, no one is, right. like, in, completely innocent. Which I love, like even like Kerry Washington's character, like you know, at first right. you think she's gonna be like that noble black woman that's gonna teach this white woman what's up, and then she got her own secrets, right? And it's like, ooh, things are getting complicated. Exactly. But we don't want to. It's been a, like an hour and a half. But Pat, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, Pat. We gotta uh, meet this up. This was so quarantine. fun. Yes, I would love that. You're always a welcome, always. Um, yeah. But for all you listeners, thank you also for joining us. And y'all know where we could you could find us: Facebook at Drinking with Blurds, Twitter at Drinking W Blurds, Instagram Drinking with Blurds, and our blog DrinkingWithBlurds.com. Thank y'all so much. Wash your hands, stay safe, and we'll have y'all back next time. Thanks. Bye. All right, I'm going to stop recording first. Oh, boy. <laughs> it let you record that long? <laughs>